0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Top secret documents at CSIS reveal a sophisticated strategy from China to influence the 2021 Canadian federal election. I have been saying for years, including on the floor of the House of Commons, that China is... Trying to interfere in our democracy, in the processes in our country, including during our elections. And of course, is the voice of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Conservative leader Pierre Poilievre, for his part, accusing the PM of trying to cover this up. Justin
1: Trudeau knew about this interference, and he covered it up because he benefited from it. He is perfectly happy to let a foreign authoritarian government interfere in our elections as long as they're helping Him. Report in the Globe and
0: Mail says classified records from the Canadian Security Intelligence Service CSIS show that China wanted another liberal minority government in 2021. And it worked to help defeat conservative politicians that it considered unfriendly to Beijing. Phil Gursky is the president of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting, a distinguished fellow with the University of Ottawa's National Security Program and a former CSIS analyst. Phil, welcome to the show. How are you? i well, Rick. Nice to talk to you again. How are you? Yeah, long time. No chat. Thanks for coming on board today. Uh, I'm good. Uh, Mr. Trudeau might be in a different uh, place, though, because <laughs> documents apparently show that Chinese diplomats used strategies in, in the 2021 election campaign to allegedly defeat candidates viewed as unfriendly to Beijing. How could they have possibly done this?
1: Well, as the report indicates, and I should say, Rick, for you and your listeners, just to reiterate, um, I'm more of a terrorism specialist. That's what I worked at at CSIS and counterterrorism. But I had colleagues that were looking at China, and I was certainly aware of the types of investigations and reports we were putting out. Uh, the report makes it quite clear that China, China, through its diplomatic corps, i.e. through the embassy in Ottawa and the number of consulates it has around the country, were identifying Canadians that it could use to spread information or disinformation to try to affect the election in, in 2021, probably 2019 as well, and maybe even other ones. Uh, the main point here, Rick, is not whether they affected you know the actual results of the election, but the fact that they were doing it, and that CESAs have been warning about this, not just for the past year or two years, but the, for the past decades, we've been saying these things to the Canadian government, and it doesn't seem to have resonated. And I think that's the frustration here, is that the intelligence was quite solid and it doesn't seem clear that the government took that intelligence for what it was worth and 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 used it to you know to imp- implement some kind of action or policy.
0: Prime Minister says he wants Csis to find out how these top secret documents were leaked and that uh, security within Csis needs to be reviewed is is it likely that a review is forthcoming?
1: Hard to say. Uh, You know, I spent 32 years, Rick, uh, both with CSIS and CSC, and it's drummed into you. It's tattooed on your forehead. Thou shalt not take secret documents home with you (laughs) or leak to journalists. you know, present company included, unfortunately. Um, It's not clear this came from CSIS. It could have come from what we call a customer, i.e. an official who would have received the document, him or herself. And so for the prime minister to say that CSIS has to, you know, tighten up its regulations, well, does he know that CSIS leaked it, or was it was it another office? So we don't know that just yet. You know, um, when this kind of thing becomes public, not surprisingly, there will be a reaction. I mean, I'm sure CSIS will come up with some kind of statement in the days to come. And you know, I I understand the, the frustration at the leak. I don't support it because I was, like I say, I spent more than three decades trying to protect this information. What worries me, and, and when you work in intelligence, Rick, the two most important things are sources and methods. And if something gets into the public domain, if it affects those sources and methods, it can affect your intelligence collection. And that's never a good thing when you work as a spy.
0: Our guest on The Roy Green Show, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting, distinguished fellow with the University of Ottawa's National Security Program and a former CSIS analyst. is: Is Canada a big target for this kind of foreign interference?
1: Hard to say, Rick. Um, I'm sure we're not the only ones. Um, You know, election interference is not merely a a Chinese uh, tactic. The Russians do it as well, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure other, you know, nefarious actors do as well. I hate I'm a proud Canadian like you, Rick, but um, it'd be pretty hard for me to say we're at the top of the totem pole. Can I use that expression in 2023? I I think you're okay. I think you're okay. Yeah, I don't think we're, we're the priority. But the, the, again, as my earlier statement, the fact remains it did happen and that China did target it. So they must have felt it was necessary. So China cared enough about Canada that they got their diplomats and other you know um, people in this country to advance its interests. So even if we're not the most important nation, they did expend effort in this regard.
0: Here's where it could get even more interesting, is that because we know MPs spend a lot of time meeting with Canadians, maybe a lot, not a lot of time, but some time meeting with Canadians. And because some of them have said, listen, I I really don't understand how to spot foreign interference or foreign influence. Could politicians be asked to curtail their meetings with the public going forward?
1: I hope not. One thing CSIS is doing, Rick, and I have this on good authority, CSIS is reaching out to the government, uh, to politicians at various levels, to explain exactly what you said. What is foreign interference? What does it look like? When should my spidey senses go off that something is happening here that is not in Canada's interest and may in fact point to some attempt by a foreign power to influence us here? So the service, as we call CSIS, is doing what it can. The the bottom line is there are people listening. Do people want to hear from CSIS when it comes to this regard? Because it's the only agency looking at this. These are the experts. These are the professionals that do, you know, uh, look at foreign interference under Section 2B of the CSIS Act. So when CSIS comes a calling, you better start listening because they know what they're talking about. Phil
0: Gursky, we have a couple more minutes with Phil. He's the president of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting, distinguished fellow with the University of Ottawa's National Security Program and former CSIS analyst, does Canada have to fire back at China and, and, and make a statement uh, more than what the prime minister has already said?
1: Oh, most definitely. I mean, what, what he said, to, again, to shift the blame to Ceases for this leak, if in fact CESIS was responsible for it, rather than saying we've got a problem in Canada, is an egregious performance on behalf of the prime minister. If diplomats are found to be doing this, Rick, they can be PNG'd, uh, declared persona non grata. You boot them out of the country. They're not Canadians. They don't have status here. You invite retaliatory efforts by the Chinese in Beijing for our diplomats, but that's the way diplomacy works. Now, I think a much stronger message has to be, be uh, conveyed. And as I said, this is not new. We've been talking about this for 30 years in Canada, and CSIS has been very consistent in its messaging. And and, and those of us who work in intelligence uh, were often frustrated that the, the intelligence that we were collecting and analyzing and processing and, and wrapping up with a bow, at, you know, at, at great expense and great effort was being ignored. And I'm sorry, um, the prime minister's statements notwithstanding, this is one more case where the intelligence was ignored. Before I let you go, I have to get
0: your sense on the Emergencies Act ruling from Justice Rouleau uh, on Friday. Um, you know, he pointed the finger at uh, policing first and foremost to to drop the ball. What kind of response are we going to get or what kind of changes are we going to see to make sure this doesn't happen again?
1: Well, you always learn from things that don't go well, Rick. I mean, that, that's that's life, right? Whether you're in intelligence or law enforcement or just a general citizen, if, if things uh, could have been done better, they should have been done. But I just want to say, just one one minor point here: this was not a national security threat. CISA said that quite boldly in his testimony. So it's it's still open to me whether or not the act should have been used. I think the answer is no. But there's definitely lessons to be learned here, and uh, professionals they take that to heart and they they amend their policies and their practices to do better in the future.